Warning. The We All Have an X Chromosome podcast contains strong language and contains themes that may not be suitable for a workplace environment or for younger listeners. We suggest wearing headphones if you choose to listen to this podcast in a workplace environment without headphones we are not responsible for any consequences that may happen. If your two-year-old's first word is the F-bomb, it's not our fault. Listener discretion is advised. We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division network system point two. Called the one, the neo, the novice, the noose. Rick Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, no space to stay to take. What it take? Making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities. Spoilers, people. The world is burning. And we're Every- still alive. Yep. That's the best way that we can put it. My name is Bill. And I'm Noelle. This is going to be mostly a call to action type podcast because a shit storm came about and we were trying to get people on the show and then shit storms happened and we put things off. It just, it would not slow down. So at this point with um, everybody's ballots is going out today in multiple states. And the opening of uh, early voting. Fucking go do that. That's the podcast, folks. Good night. Okay, that's a lie. There's more to it. Bill? Oh, Bill? Hello? Oh, good. I'm all about awkward awkward radio silences. Um, While Bill fixes his Hello? shit. There you are. All right. Yeah, um, one of my USB ports got loose. And that was where the mic was plugged in. Good job. Yep, good job for me. And I'm trying to mark laps on the timer so I can try to give an idea to kill. All right. <laughs> so, uh, where were we? Uh, so I said, everybody go fucking vote, because early <laughs> voting is open. Go do that. I remember where we were. I, I remember what I was getting ready to say. Okay. So, um, just a reminder, you could find all of our information on our website at www.xchromosomepodcast.com. Including links to our social media, including our Discord, which, after I've done a lot of heavy lifting on it today, uh, there, it looks more like a Discord server. <laughs> yeah, we actually are finally starting to look like we have our shit together, which is, as you know, a small miracle. Yep, small miracles aside, that website also has information to our uh, helping us out with our financing the podcast, to things like paypal and merchandise and patreon where you get lovely benefits depending on what you want to get for example our patreon supporter who's our one of our executive producers producers vanessa gets a rant from our noel i get to say fuck a lot about a specific topic yep until bill until bill tells me time is up Yep, until I tell her, her time is up. So, are you ready for the to go on your rant? Let everybody know what the topic is going to be. The and topic, then start the timer. Big topic, topic, topic. Fat isn't feminine. Okay. Ready, go. Okay, so the idea that fat isn't feminine is based solely on uh, rich Victorian ideals, just like everything to do with beauty. In this era, um, there is no particular correct way to be feminine. There is no specific body type or shape or weight or level of curves that is feminine. Just fucking deal with it. Um, We haven't gotten out of the Victorian era. If you remember, historically, in art, fat uh, fat was a sign of wealth. Fat was a sign of having made it. It was important to be curvy and chunky. We have so many pictures of curvaceous women that are naked, hanging up in art galleries everywhere. 
Yes, there's even a term for it, because Ruben painted a lot of fat chicks. It's called having a Ruben-esque figure. So, yeah, fat is super feminine. It was, it's been feminine for most of our history, recorded history as humans, and this includes shit we can't read or interpret, such as, you know, the Venus of Willendorf, which is all fat thighs and big breasts. Uh, there's lots of theories about that, but that's a separate topic. Um, like, whoa, is it a separate topic? But uh, multiple African cultures have also uh, had thicker as a sign of wealth and beauty and all of that shit because that meant you had enough food. So it is only in this weird, um, still consumptive-obsessed fucking culture that is modern Western thought that skinny is beautiful. If you're naturally not fat, that's fine. You're still feminine. However, certain bodies are meant to carry more fat than others. Fat will save your life. That's why all the women in the Donner Party survived. Because we have more body fat. So, love your fat. It's there to save you. That's also why it's very hard to lose weight for some people and some bodies. It's 20 just, seconds. I've got 20 more seconds to scream. Yep. Um... I don't know what to scream about. Fat is feminine. If you don't think so, get the fuck out. You're wrong. You're historically wrong. You're in literature wrong. You're culturally wrong. Just fuck you. And time. Possibly not my best, but this is my first one. Yep. They will get better. Yep. <laughs> better as time progresses. And you'll be able to get rants like that once a month based on your Patreon status. If you are a part of our marketing department on our Patreon um, or above, because everybody that's marketing or above gets that benefit. Free rant about shit. Um, I have lots. Um, and I'm always willing to um, rant about performative femininity because I'm really shitty at performing it myself. Um, and what is feminine and what is not, because I have a very strong jawline and strong cheekbones and a sharp nose and none of these features are traditionally feminine and i've been repeatedly in the comment sections on facebook accused of being a guy yeah no <laughs> well specifically of being trans <sighs> and it's like no no kids these titties are homegrown they real the hormonal way plastic titties are real too reconstructed titties are real too my saggy ass tits. My saggy ass tits are. They are not augmented. The results of uh, decades of hormonal exposure. All right, and now we're gonna it's... go through and go into private Patreon content that you're only gonna get if you are on our Patreon. Period. And now we go. Shit's on fire. Shit is on fire. So let's just do a quick rundown of shit that's happened. Um, the Brianna Taylor grand jury has been a travesty. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole podcast episode devoted to unpacking all of that bullshit. Yeah, and we want we want people on that are people that are persons of color to talk with us while we unpack the bullshit because yes, our listeners and friends of the podcast of color, specifically our black friends of the podcast and listeners of color. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Because we do want to talk about that in depth. Um, what else? And then we had the notorious RGB or RBG die. May, may her name be forever blessed. Uh, the fight's not won. It's now she's fought all she can. We got to pick up and finish her, finish the work she started. Because we had to rely on an 84-year-old woman to survive the election cycle just to make sure there was... To, the to, potential. Not that there would be, but the potential that we could flip things and balance the Supreme Court. Yeah, just for the potential. And unfortunately, may she rest in peace, um, that didn't happen. Um, then California is on fire again. 
Chadwick Boseman is dead. Yeah, he was he passed away between now and the last episode. Um, Eddie Van Eddie Van Van Halen also died today. Um, or was announced that. Um, we had was, a presidential debate debacle. Yeah, the debate. Oh, that was a hot fucking mess. To the point where the debate people are like, "Yeah, we're going to start cutting mics." In other words, Trump's mic is going to be cut a lot because Trump didn't know when to shut up. Uh, there was another thing that another death that popped through. That was a major one. I can't keep up. People need to stop. Can we all just chill out for a minute? Um, oh, it was, I was. It was. Um, I was thinking that there was another one between uh, Chadwick and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So there wasn't. Um, but it was like another one of the things. Like this is just awful shit in general, and people need to stop dying. Uh, I wish it's just easy to go through and say that. Um, Fucking vote, people. Yeah, th- this this is what we're gonna really talk talk about with this um all the shit that's going on could possibly been uh we could have avoided this if y'all gotten off your asses four years ago but here we are don't make the same mistake again don't fall for the fucking bullshit that you can vote for a third party candidate and it matters that's not how the system works as Mr. Wednesday said, rig games are the easiest to beat. We can win this if we play the Electoral College two-party system game hard. That means all in on the presidential ticket. I don't care what the fuck you do after that. Well, uh, maybe Senate. If you have a Senate race. There are some tight races in the Senate that can be flipped. Um, and there are some tight races we need to keep. Right. Um, but, for example, uh, Lindsey... Lindsey Graham, he might be ousted. Um, he might also be very sick. Um, I don't know if he's been breathed on by President Playboy. I've lost track of how many people he's infected, but... Yeah, we haven't even mentioned President Playboy in that case. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> We've but, got President Plague Pit next, after the break. Um, but yeah, Jamie Harrison um, is running against Lindsey Graham for Senate. And it's that race is uh, very tight right now. And uh, right now, Jamie has the lead um, over Graham, but it's got to be something that needs to be kept because Graham needs to go. Um, Lindsey Graham is trash. He's shames, He is shameful to his family. He's one of Billy Graham's kids, isn't he? Relatives. He's one of those Grahams, I think. Um, then there we have, um, I want to get the, the person right, Amy McGrath versus Moscow Mitch in Kentucky. Our Kentucky listener base, please fucking get out there and all in to get rid of that stonewalling goddamn traitor. Because that's what the issue boils down to is. Yes. Stonewalling. Um, he's literally going out of his way to enforce his outdated ideals on the country long after he dies. And And he's stonewalling. And he's a fucking traitor. So we need to get rid of him. And if the abyss is not going to swallow him, going to have to vote him out. Yeah, because we're going to need to go through and um, flip Senate seats. So looking at the... um, I mean, that's the thing. It's the Senate that we really need to go through and do a lot of flipping. Yeah, so... We don't want to tell you how to vote, but I'm going to tell you all how to vote. Let's see. President, president, vice president, senators, House members, vote blue. You don't have to like them. You don't even have to particularly find them compelling. This is not about liking people. This is not about loving people. This is about getting shit done. God damn it, Bill. Oh, that was that was Garrick. Okay, well, fuck the bot. Um. This is not, we're not marrying people here. We're not, you know, signing some sort of intense contract of devotion forever. We're literally trying to stop fascists from taking over. Really, that does, that is what it boils down to. Um, I'm looking at the um, seven, the the 538 uh, project website for the Senate races right now. Um, 
Some of the closer Senate races are Alaska. Uh, I know there's so, not a lot of people up there, but fucking get out. Um, get then, out and handle your shit. That bitch yeah. is dumb. Then you have Alabama, which has is going to probably flip Republican because they have a famous Alabama football coach as the Republican candidate. And um, Doug what coach Joe, is it? Tommy Tuberville. Who? He, he's royalty in Alabama. Is he? Yes. You want to know how I know? The reason I know that is I used to live there. Okay, so he's not actually important outside of Alabama, which is really a dumb reason to vote for him. Um, he must be a million years old because I don't remember hearing him at all in any sort of meaningful college football conversations of late. Yeah, he hasn't been um, coaching as of late. Uh, well, I know he's not coaching Alabama of late. I mean, like in the past like decade or so. Oh, so, uh, so he old. I mean, old. Joe Paterno probably could have won a seat in Pennsylvania, but would they really have voted for him for that? He was kind of dotty there at the end. So, coaches don't always make good leaders off the field. We so, able, our, we might be able to get rid of Susan Collins. Um. That's a tight race for Maine. Um, oust her, right? She keeps not making up her mind and then kowtowing. But yeah, it's really one of those things is a... Every one of these races matters. And, every single one. And look, if I, I feel for you third-party people. I do. And I understand that you want to make change. Except for you libertarians. Y'all are fucking cultists of your own um fuck you Anne rand is a shitty writer and you're like scientology for selfish people i said it come at me go ahead at me in the comments i'll fight you all um green party whatever non-libertarian parties are out there i feel you i understand there is enough pie for everybody to have a slice but we have to get rid of the electoral college for the smaller parties to have a chance. And until then, y'all got to win at the state and local level first to build that momentum. You can't keep swinging, swinging for the fences or throwing that Hail Mary to try to win the game or nail that three-pointer at the buzzer for the championship. You got to put, you got to win all the games before that. And just because a candidate says that they are for something doesn't mean that there's a lot of things that are buried buried underneath that they are against. Um, for example, the Libertarian candidate is an anti-vaxxer. They don't believe that people should have to get vaccinated. Um, again? Again. Um, God damn it. Vaccines are important. She's fucking alive because of mandatory vaccines, so I don't get that. And you know who's the only candidate for mandatory vaccines? Yay, Biden. <laughs> I mean, fuck Biden for a lot of goddamn reasons, but this is literally closer than we've been to reasonableness for a hot minute. Because everybody that is reasonable doesn't have enough uh, sway to actually do anything. Um, also, um, I've seen a lot of recently comments about, well, we need term limits and blah, blah, blah. Term limits don't matter. What matters is the fact that everybody who is passionately progressive outside of AOC doesn't have the time and money to fucking run. I can't run for anything. I can't even run for the damn school board. I don't have time. I don't have funds. I don't have the leisure to go out there and glad hand and hustle and bust my ass to get my name out there to win school board. Right now, I, I just found um, 270towin.com has a good interactive map about the Senate. Um, the three main toss-up states, actually, are uh, Montana, Iowa, and North Carolina. Well, I know there are two people voting in North Carolina who might be helpful. Um, right now... That are new. Right now, uh, McConnell's in the lead in uh, Kentucky, but um, it's close. It's a little bit, but it what it's a little bit less close than South Carolina. 
which Harrison has a lot of um, momentum going in. So, um, yeah, and I get I get momentum in the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth quarter is super important. There's going to be a lot of sports references because in 18 fucking days I get some football. <laughs> Please let all the players and coaches and staffs and every fucking buddy be safe. Yeah. Because this virus can destroy their careers in a way that injuries can't. Because people don't understand about this disease. This is that a lot of people, it turns out, a lot of these symptoms are lingering like fuck. Because it's changed their, just the way their body works. Yeah, there are, it wrecks your shit. There are people that are like, don't have the air capacity anymore to like breathe normally like they did before the virus. You're going through and you're hearing stories of people that are whose lives are completely changed for the worse. They didn't get catastrophically. They didn't get better. They got to the point where they might be manageable. Yeah, they're they're not better. They're just not dead. I am aware of at least one person. All the gods be praised. She's a good candidate for it. She needs a double lung transplant. She was perfectly healthy. Pretty sure Chase Young would not be the beast he is after a double lung transplant, after a single lung transplant, after losing any co- any percentage of his lung capacity, or um, having a rheumatic reaction to a hyperactive immune system. Because I've heard reports that it goes after your joints afterwards because your immune system is so freaked out by the virus that it doesn't know what to do with itself when there's no more virus to fight and it'll attack everything else. And from experience, rheumatic pain in your joints is one of those things where you will eat a bullet if you can't find something to take the edge off. But yes, um, this is one of the reasons why the Senate is needed to be flipped, because we would have been able to get more done just to help fight this thing if we didn't have all the bullshit going through. But right now, according to... um, the right now, according to um, two seventy to win, based on the current setup and the polling and things of that nature, we might be able to get forty nine Democrats in the Senate, and right now forty eight Republicans, with three states being toss ups. So we need to try to get the. That's pretty tense, and I'm yeah. not excited by those numbers. I am not either. So. If you're North Get Carolina, North Carolina, vote blue. Uh, Iowa, vote blue. Uh, Montana, vote blue. Everywhere, House, Senate, President, just for the love of for if if you're a patriot, bite the bullet, fucking vote blue, just for those three, and then follow your conscience, down ticket. Um, fight for those third parties to get representation on the local level. Pretty much, yes. It's like if you believe in a third party, you need to work for that on the local level to expand the base, to get candidates into office, to give them get electors. Well, give, I hate to say, give them the experience of all the shit that they have to go through as they try to rise up. Because while look at what we did when we elected president, yeah, we kind of need people who know what the fuck is going on, right? And we need it from the, you need to build into this, unfortunately. Um, Until we get rid of the Electoral College and then everybody's vote really does count. Uh, Because right now the system is set up so that we have to fucking hustle in weird ways to get anything done. Yeah, just, and it's one of those things where we need to get this done. But let's go talk about um, our plague in chief for a moment. Um, and how that our plague in chief, plague in chief. Yep. So Trump got COVID. Um, Surprising literally no one. Were you surprised? I was not surprised. Um, and now, of course, there's a mixture of there. There's a wide, a, a large thing of everything that comes out. Like, for example, people complaining about why are we wishing death for the president to die of COVID when you should be nice and uh wish him well and things like that no oh fuck you 
He's got the best fucking medical care in the world right now to survive this thing. And that's not fair. Well, one, over, that's blatantly not fair. Over 200 people, 200,000 people have already died of this. He's that's get, over two Ohio stadiums, by the way. Just he's, for reference. He's, he's getting medical exemptions for um, experimental drugs and procedures to fight this that aren't available to anybody else because he's the president of the United States. And if anybody else wanted these experimental procedures, they would probably have to do work, work on trying to get this for like two years. They'd have so, to hustle to get on a study and find one in their area to access the, the level of care that he's getting requires so much work for the average person and luck. It's staggering. So, fuck him. His government-funded healthcare that he's trying to take away from, what, 20 million Americans? Fuck this guy. He can eat dicks. He can. A whole cart of them. Um, A whole bag. Now, he is making... We, Trump usually makes stupid comments, but basically he's talking about COVID like it's no big deal now. And... It basically telling his face like, oh, don't worry about COVID. I survived it. You can too. Which is going to get more people killed. Not just through the lack of like mask wearing, but I can see more violence happening about it because of President Asshole. Um, Being all, oh, you can survive it. We don't need masks. We need to put it behind us. And then, and then, meanwhile, I just would like people to not cough on me in public. Right. And, and keep their fucking germs to themselves. He announced this should not he, be a difficult ask. He announced that he's no longer going to go into COVID negotiations until after the investigate after the election because he survived COVID. So everybody else should be able to survive too. Um, which economists are saying that this is that's probably the worst possible thing he could do, and it's going to help hurt the economy even further. Um. He's walked it back to now sort of say something equally dumb and pointless that we're going to ignore until he does what we want, because he's going to have to break down and do what we want. Yeah, because these are other things that came out. With the, the stock market is crashing. Um, the more bullshit he opens his mouth on. One of the things, one of the things that were reported that was about the whole tsunami of news was the thing about... Um, him saying that he wasn't going to do anything until mail-in ballots stopped being used because of voter fraud. Um, he fucking votes absentee. And eat um, dicks, sir. There was something. There's so see this. This is the. This is what we are go, been going through for the past few weeks. There was no good place to stop, catch our breath, gather all our sources, and you know, come at this in a reasonable manner. So you're going to get me saying fuck a lot. And I'm not even sorry. Um, if you were looking for a ladylike woman who doesn't swear, this is the wrong podcast. We warned you at the top. Get the fuck out. Um, one thing that did come out of this, though, which I love. Um, what about them proud boys? Oh, my God. And then they changed their name to the Leathermen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that, unfortunately, <laughs> that unfortunately was satire. Uh, was it? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it was from uh, Beaverton.com. Um, yes, it's but it's exactly their, their, <laughs> look, the Beaverton is sometimes actually correct, because that's 2020. <laughs> it's like the onion. We can't make this shit up anymore. <laughs> we, we, Stop we, the world, we need to get off, we can't make shit up anymore. We, we, we make a headline that's funny, and then it comes true. We can't stop, we can't do this anymore. But yeah, um, the Proud Boys hashtag was completely um overrun by basically gay men kissing and gay men being their fabulous selves and uh, trans men and just proud boys being proud th there was some military uh there was canadian military uh posts too on top of that so Go yeah, Canada. it's just fantastic <laughs> the response and this is how they are and then the philly fucking quote-unquote antifa heart of the beast 
bullshit the proud boys were gonna be we're, we're gonna pull got beat by a goddamn block party that's how manly and how ferocious and dangerous these fucks are if they're outnumbered they slink away so all we have to do is be loud and get loud and to quote billy jensen we need to get loud because that's what gets shit done they will kneel that's why we're loud today because we're trying to fight through everything and figure out where we're going to go and how this is going to go through and accomplish shit. I would this think, stress like, migraine of a year. So I'm going to go start bringing people on just to help with our stress migraines, just to like have other people to talk to, just to get things cleared up. So we're going to bring some old favorites in while we're getting new people and other people to volunteer coming through. So I'm going to reach out and, um, some of our friends have been doing some good work out there. Um, Eric, my friend Eric, um, go through and I'll plug his Twitch stream on our notes. He was actually speaking at a rally uh, for um, theater people because Eric is a rigger. He works. He he's he helps theater go. <laughs> pretty much. He makes things happen. <laughs> Otherwise, everything would be in the dark and with no no props, no sets, no scene changes. Riggers do a ton of shit. I've probably um, misrepresented his job, but fuck um, that. He's not here to defend it. Um, but he need will, riggers make things go. He he'll still appreciate the fuck that we're bringing it up anyway. Um, but one of the things the issues is is that a lot of these theater jobs are contract work, and. That $600 a week for unemployment was very helpful when you don't have a lot of steady work going through. And when you don't have theater, you don't have a job. And it's hard to just to pick up and get work, especially if this is what you do. This is what you're trained to do. And for everybody that says that they should get real jobs... I want you to live without video games, music, books, Hamilton, everything. Get rid of anything remotely entertaining in your life. Remotely fun. You could be like everybody else. You could read as your only source of fiction, uh, everything. Because all the media that you go through and take for granted, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, there's people trained on the other side that makes things go. So, and you, they're hurting. So, and, fucking figure out how to Venmo your local, your bartenders, your stylists, your theater group, your community theater people. Figure out how to fucking cash app them some money because they need it. One of the um the place that I used to go to karaoke to on a regular basis. One of uh, one of the Irish pubs um, that's been around for over two, 22 years. They just recently, like as of today, closed their doors. Um, the Kinsale in Boston. So it's like people, things are shutting down because no one's willing to go through and make the hard decisions to shut everything, probably to shut everything down until things go. Um, there's a a football game that's going to be coming up. I don't remember which one, but they're and the one states are going to be in Houston, but they're going to allow like the full stadium of people to go show up. Um, that's fucking insane because that's fucking insane. But cause that's a lot of um, concession stand workers oh. and ushers and God knows how many people who don't have the income to afford to get sick. Okay, so this the the, the article has changed <clears throat> since this morning. Um, oh, good. Somebody was, fucking got some sense. The Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, Florida, of course, were did get clearance to host full capacity at the stadium from their lovely governor, who is a fucking lunatic. Um, but the Dolphins have decided that. They're going to keep it at a 13,000 seat capacity. For Good now. plan. Good plan. You want people to be able to, you know, attend to the games next year. 
And anyway, it's the Dolphins. They probably won't get any more people than that anyway. <laughs> I mean, I say that as a, I say this as a Browns fan who's pleasantly surprised that we don't completely suck. Because that's, that's the fucking irony of 2020, is the world is a dumpster fire, but the Browns seem to have their shit together. That's what you get when people aren't, that's what you get when you have no preseason football. <laughs> um, but yeah. Preseason football is bullshit anyway. All it does is injure players before the season starts. Well, I, I agree with preseason football in one sense only. Like, maybe one preseason game. Just to, like, decide, like, the fringe players against the systems. Fucking run scrimmages like college. Well, they, that's what the NFL was doing, but the thing is, when you're running scrimmages against your own players, you might not, you might miss um, issues with your own team because of it. Um, for example, my team's currently lost every game of the, this year, so... Um, you don't pick good teams. Hey, <laughs> my team has more Super Bowl championships than the Browns. <laughs> And they beat the Patriots twice. Uh, uh, okay. Um, it's I just mean, fuck like... Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> they just beat, they we're gonna beat pause Tom for Brady a moment twice. to say fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Tampa Bay and fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> Why do we want to fuck Tampa Bay? Why that's are we where, mad at them? That's where t- Tom Brady's playing now. Oh, is he? <laughs> yep. I forgot he quit. <laughs> he left for more money in Tampa Bay. Um. Cam Newton became the quarterback of the whore. Patriots, but Cam whore. Newton also got Cam Newton got COVID. God damn it! <laughs> He's had enough shit. He has, but I mean, fuck him for being a cheaty fuck. But um, props for getting getting paid while he could get paid. So on a possible yes, less yelly note, um, what is going on with your world? What is going on with my world? Yeah. Um, I'm losing hours. Work is hell. Um, That 600 bucks a a week would be fucking amazing if it magically returned. Um, It would help us out a ton. Um, I could possibly have time to do more shit for the podcast. Um, I've been having some shower thoughts. I've been doing a ton of reading. I have this great book called Gender in the Brain that I'm very slowly crawling through because... It's dense. I've also got, I'll resend that picture of my stack O books so you can take, so we can post the, what have I been reading since our library is open again? And I can yeah. go in there and get free shit. Um, yeah, because that was with what you're looking at with the um, theory of forms and genetics for. Uh... Well, theory of forms and, but it's, it's basically the theory of forms proves the innateness the innate masculinity and femininity of trans people. Okay. Um, it's complicated. There's a lot of shit to read. <laughs> um, but it's going to either uh, be a series of blog posts or a podcast. Um, uh, it would be a series of podcasts. This is this is chewy, dense, chewy stuff, and we'd need to break it up and make it like a a, a running series that takes a long time as I get thoughts formulated because one Plato is Um, Plato is rough. Yep. I concur. Um, He's not as rough as others, but still he's to explain the theory of forms in, and then get into everything else in a single podcast would have me talking so fast that no information would be conveyed. Yeah, so it's either going to be a series of podcasts, a series of mini podcasts for Patreon <laughs> that will combine later on, <laughs> um, or blog posts, what, something like that. But it's very important information in regards to intersectional fem, feminis, fem, bleh, I can't talk. Intersectional reason, feminism. It, yeah, and the reason it's important is that lots of... Uh, paper right-wing talking heads like to refer to old philosophers and, you know, these these quote-unquote ancient ideals without any understanding of how goddamn gay 
these cultures actually were and how queer and how words even worked and to sit and have somebody post a picture of two people in a horse costume and a horse and compare the two people in a horse comp, uh, costume to a trans person and the horse to a cis person like that's a meaningful thing to do made me super upset and i got into a fight on instagram and that's where this all started because the two people in a horse costume are obviously a horse right we know what that is a horse is obviously a horse there is something intrinsic to both of these things that makes them a horse one horse is needed some some work because it takes two people to make that horse costume functional um and trans people may choose to make their to mold their bodies into a more comfortable shape and that doesn't take away from their innate participation in the form of male or the form of female in fact their participation in that is what makes them trans because they have the innate it see this is how crazy it is is that it's it's not them trying to be something other they're manifesting intrinsic quality yeah see that's just like a lot of stuff that's why we're she's gonna have to that's go a lot it. of words <laughs> and they were very badly articulated but and look forward to me being able to clean that up again <laughs> i have time right now because my patient load has lightened up a little bit and my office work has plummeted because i'm super tired of being gaslighted at my job um so, so uh, i but i need to fill my time with stuff that'll pay my bills so yep and that's in my why case, this is taking forever in my case i'm in a philosophy course right now where I have to deal with the Plato crap. Um, I mean, I'll help you. I'm hoping, I, I believe that I might have mostly avoided it at this point because um, at the, I just got to like quote him a couple of things about Socrates at this point. But other than that, um, I've been having anxiety attacks because we've been talking a lot about, oh, death, which freaks me out. Um, oh, well, what, that's like 90% of what philosophy is, is what, started, what makes a good death. What started this podcast journey about identity <laughs> um, uh, that really throws a wrench in the works. Um, this week, it's God. Um, so, yeah, it's been and I dropped the term intersectional feminism on my professor and he's like, I have no idea what that means, and he had to Google it. <laughs> um, so, and now I'm finally, and now cabin fever is finally starting to kick in on top of everything. Um, cabin, I, I just don't understand what cabin fever is. This is basically what my, because of my fear of death, um, I have to decide if the little things that I took for granted are worth it and it's throwing everything off like a little thing that, that i was able to take for granted if i want a coke a bottle of coke i was able to walk to the store get the bottle walk home and have a relaxing stroll back and forth basically i mean you can still do that it's safer to take a relaxing st stroll than ride the subway yeah but uh, well no you the 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 stores nearby. I'm not thinking about the walk to the store. I'm mm -hmm. thinking about going into the store. Oh. And people are still assholes about social distancing and getting things mask usage and everything going through with that. So I live I, in a weird little utopia, I think. Where I have to go through and decide to go on shopping trips. Because if I'm going to go out to the store, I'm not going to just pick up one thing. I'm going to go shopping, which is additional stress matters for that. And if I'm going to go shopping, I might as well use Instacart. Because 
I would only have to deal with one person. And even then, they could just leave the the groceries on my Bro, porch, and I don't have to deal with them. Period. Um, so it's like add just the idea of like going to the store to get a soda adds stress. Instead of I'm gonna go walk to the store, get a soda, walk back, just let myself relax because walking around doesn't relax me. I can go outside and take a walk. I don't get joy from walking. I usually would like to de-stress with having a goal in mind, like a treat at the end or something, which I can't get now because of COVID. And it's start- well, you can, but it's too scary. I don't want to die. <laughs> and going to going to going to get a Coke is worth possibly dying. The risk so, isn't worth the reward. Right. Um, so it's like those little rewards I don't get to do on a semi-regular basis. Granted, I don't have to commute still. My job is basically been like, yeah, we're not even going to talk about that until a lot of shit gets done. So we're not even going to mention this again until after January. So um, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that a lot. And I approve because the more people are not out and the more people do shit like you're like you're doing, the easier my life is because I don't run into a bunch of assholes breathing on me while I'm out in public doing stuff for my patients. We had a very large physical call center out in the Seattle area and they shut down the physical location of the call center. They didn't fire anybody because they gave everybody laptops and said, congratulations, you can go work from home, but it's got a small office space for the non-call center staff, but other than that, it's like, everybody go home. <laughs> and Good, there's a giant building we could turn into uh, affordable housing. <laughs> um, so, dorms for homeless people. Yeah. There's a bathroom, like, there's a bathroom on every floor. Uh, we just got to install some showers. It'd be great if we moved into a world where there was lot where we turned office buildings into homeless shelters because we didn't need them anymore because big office buildings were gauche and it was not a sign of success and progress if you had a giant building you forced everybody to come to but you could you could quote unquote afford to have everybody work from home and supply them with those tools. Yeah, so um it's just showing that everybody that has asked for these type of accommodations in the past, should have been able to get them. Um, and I'm not talking about lazy assholes like me. Well, I'm I'm not a lazy asshole in this case. It's like my stress level, level did plummet as soon as I stopped commuting because I don't have to look at people at work or talk to people at work, go through a, a chat room-based thing. Other than that, I don't have to deal with that. I don't have to deal about going back and forth my time my, i my commute consists of me unplugging my computer and going to my personal laptop that's my commute <laughs> um but there's so many people that have disabilities that could do the job that i could do that i do but due to issues with transportation or, or getting, mental health or anything capacity, like that spoons or you know, some days they physically cannot leave the house because they can barely sit up. It all, it, that that's a, a, another boon that came in. Um, my work understands how to actually use FMLA. Mm-hmm. Um, my old my old job when I said, "Hey, I have this disability, and it's going to affect my attendance." They're like, "We don't know anything that we can do about that." Sorry, and. This which job is bullshit. Like, which, 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 um, that was a pretty much a startup company. Which my current company is like, oh yeah, fill this paper out, have your doctor fill this out, and we can get that covered. And I'm covered now with that. Now, if I have a flare-up, which for me it's mental health base, um, I don't have to worry about getting fired because of an attendance thing. And for me, the flare-ups like one day, maybe twice a month. Because I just can't people, I just can't deal, or I have a medication change that is screwed up my sleep patterns. But it all goes to show that there are things that we've learned from this pandemic that we can keep. 
like the working from home. The wearing masks during flu season. Exactly. Like every other civilized fucking country. <sighs> we so, don't have to have shitty flu seasons. Get your, get your, okay. Get your vaccine. Get your flu shot. Wear a mask. Wash your fucking hands. These are basic things that make flu season less horrible and not last as long. People. Also, too, on the subject of sickness, I'm going to loop back around to this because this is my theory mm -hmm. based on tweets. I wrote it out in a shower thoughts form on my wall, but the condensed form of it is there's lots of because we've been gaslit this whole for four fucking years. We're now. Hello. My brain shut off for a second. Hang on. <laughs> We've been gaslit for four years and the president is a liar. So we were like, well, he said he had COVID and he went to the fucking the hospital and he's out now and blah, blah, blah. And said, you know, he couldn't have been sick because he's home. And this is we're going we're looping back to the we're not going to do anything until after the election. I want you to focus on getting my Supreme Court justice approved. It, you know, just solidifies my theory that he is very ill. Most of the medications he's taking are to have him be functional on a very minimal level. And it is the bare minimum they will allow him to take that, that he will allow them to treat him because patient patients' rights are a thing, even if you're Trump. Um, he's absolutely allowed to refuse treatments. He is allowed to... To be his own health advocate. He is allowed to discharge himself against medical advice. The hard work of signing blank papers with a Sharpie. That might be all he has the energy to do. I so, I have a terrible feeling, and this, I've had this feeling a few times over my career as an STNA. I think he's terribly, terribly sick. And he is far sicker than he is allowing himself to be shown as. And he will go to his grave denying how sick he is with his last choking breath. And the worst part about it is there's going to be so many lives ruined because he was too proud and too self-absorbed and too sold on the toxic idea of manliness equals strength to realize the true strength is to bow to the will of nature and to bend and to wear a mask, and to wash your hands, and to care about other people. That is real strength. That is real manliness in a meaningful, philosophical way. Sum up, go vote, because I don't know if my prediction is going to be correct, and we are going to be spared a second term simply by the grace of whatever gods you choose to believe in. Um, I think that's about wraps things up, because, oh, I just want to bring up one more point I forgot to mention. Um, just like the polling issues um, or the polling complaints or don't listen to the polls, go vote anyway. I've been seeing a lot more people getting ticked off with the reminders to go register. And they're like, it makes me not want to go through and vote because I've been registered all my life. And I'm tired of being babied and this thrown into my face all the time. Check your registration. The GOP has been clearing records. You no, do oh. not know unless you are sure and you voted in the last few elections. Check anyway. Make sure you're registered. So it's not only that. There are so many people that don't understand the need of this that they have to go through and like double and triple down because a lot of these social media companies, while they don't want to lose money, don't want to lose customers either. And you know something? They're going to lose customers if they all die. Yes. So this whole thing is affecting their bottom line. They want people to go out and vote. And honestly, they probably want you to vote for Biden because they don't want to lose you as a living customer because if you're dead, you're nothing for them. So you're going to see it as much as possible. And then you're going to see, make sure you go vote. Make sure you have your plan. That's the new thing. There's election plan to make sure you have a plan to go vote. What are you going to do on the election day to go vote? My plan is as soon as my ballot is here, because I'm going to go through the mail, I am not going to mail it back. 
There are drop boxes in my area for the election. I'm going to walk to the nearby drop box and drop my ballot off just to make sure I can avoid the post office. So mm-hmm. that's especially with COVID now. Make sure you have a plan on how you're going to vote. Have a backup plan. Have, have a, a backup p- plan for that. Yep. So get her done. And I think we're about done, too. That being said, if you are a person of color, we want to speak with you to be on the pod, a black person of color, because we want to go through and unpack with our listeners the issues beyond the Breonna Taylor case and all the other cases in regards to... um, George Floyd's fucking murderer is out on... Bail, yes. Bail. What the fuck is that? I just saw, literally just saw that. Um... All the, bail system, the bail system is classist and racist, and fuck it. We need to abolish that, too. Well, we posted a link on the show notes about the um, Louisville bail program for those that are protesting that need to be bailed mm-hmm. out. Um, so the bail system does suck, and there's a lot of shit that we need to talk to, and Noel and I are white people. So yes. while we have opinions it'd be better to have a voice that would feel the issues that are going through because we could talk as much as we want about the issues that affect people of color, but we can yell, but we want to be able to focus our yelling properly. And for that, it'd be best to have people that are truly affected by this to discuss the issues with to work on so people can hear the message better, not just listening to white folks talk about the issue. We think it sucks and we go on and on about that, but basically we don't have the white. Um, That being said, write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. That's write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. All the other stuff is at the beginning. Um, So we're going to go through and get this wrapped up. Go vote. My name is Bill. And I'm Noelle. And we all have an X chromosome. Right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hotter. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division, network system point two. Called the one, the Neo, the novice, the noose. Trinity will execute between the viral agents flagrant engaged most basic of state to take undertake making model which coddle the nature of humanity basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me give it up with the reloaded messaging broken down between the test and blessing but before I get lost in this train of lyrics let me reverse to raise the solemn spirits getting weary of the revelation theory fabrications constructed from peaceful memory Before descending into hell's traces, we can't replace this. EMPs ready to be unleashed. Nebuchadnezzar slipstreaming like a beast. Oracles architecting a congregated feast. String them up like a martyr and will no peace. Plato pointers, don't see the message. Too busy, look at the cameras, judgmental dresses. The siblings graduate could only be an epic, but this won't be recorded, cause they hands back it. Machines pouring in, guns blazing, Zion needs saving, humanity crazy. On us, we can blame it. Life on tubes, babies wasted. Human embryos in a slave ship, in a slave ship. Put down to the words, their bones, their purpose. Lift up the human spirit, the soul, it's worth it. I think they're getting bloated, they get
gassed and they show it. Well, time to get reloaded. More Sonic than Neo and me and Alpha come and take this. And make this so colorful, you think this was Animatrix. When you hear this style, yeah, you best go ahead and take a whip. Because once we're done, you feel more blending than Agent Smith. Business by day, hacker by night, party mullet time. Slow it down before you stop. Bullet run. Try to take it, the world was fakeish. Back in time, the machines had made this. Even if the world could get no faker, we got a crew. Morpheus, Trinity, and the Keymaker. Never fail to neglect through all the fun. There will always be a chosen one. If you got a high rank diploma, I'll just say with you, even if I fall into a coma. Coma.